You're listening to the Blended Family Podcast, a weekly show with a strong focus on strategies and methods to help your family thrive. Blended families face many difficulties and challenges, which can sometimes drive families apart. The goal of this podcast is to help your blended family grow together through these challenges to create the peaceful and loving home you desire. Here is your host, Melissa. Hi, I'm happy you're here today. You're listening to episode 35 of the Blended Family Podcast. Today, I want to talk about your role as a step-parent. So this will be helpful whether you are a new or seasoned step-parent. Sometimes we really don't know how to act or what we can say or what's expected of us in our role as a step-parent. It can be confusing and hard to navigate, especially in the beginning. But even if you've been around for a while, as kids grow and change, your relationship will too. So today, I'm going to go over some do's and don'ts with you. Before I do that, I just want to point out some things for you that you need to take into consideration. Every family is different. There are so many variables in every blended family, and each one can affect how a step-parent fits in. Variables such as age of the children, their relationship with their biological parents, how long ago their parents' divorce was, and the relationship between the two bio-parents. And if you, the step-parent, has bio-children as well. Why are these important to look at? Let's talk about each one separately. Ages of the children is first. This is huge. In most cases, I won't say all, but from what I've seen, the younger the children, the easier it is for them to accept a step-parent into their life. If we're talking about teens, they hardly even want their own bio parents involved in their life during those years, let alone a new step parent. So definitely consider this when stepping in. You want to tread a little more lightly with teenagers and take things more slowly, whereas with young ones, you can usually jump right in. Small children are much more excited about a new person coming into their life. How about the children's relationship with their bio parents? Also a big factor. If the child is taking sides with one parent, which is wrong, but it happens all the time, then generally they would be more accepting of that parent's new partner. If they're angry with a parent, then they will most likely not accept a parent's new partner. Not a reason to hold off on a relationship, but you want to know this information in advance. If you are perceived as a threat, you need to know so you can move real slow. If the child gets along great with both parents, things will seem to go a bit more smoothly. Now, how long ago the parents' divorce was is another important factor. If the divorce was pretty recent, the children can be going through a lot of hurt over it. Children feel pain from a divorce sometimes more than a parent. And this is because they don't understand the reasons why and they don't feel as safe. Parents may not love each other anymore, but the child's love for the parent remains. When the parents decide to move on and enter new relationships, the child may not feel ready. Make sure to help your child move through the divorce process as smoothly as possible. Therapy can help or lots of talking and love. If the divorce was many years ago, the children will most likely be fine with their parents moving on. The relationship 
between the bio parents also needs to be considered. If the two bio parents are constantly fighting, many times the kids are dragged in the middle. Then when one or both move on into new relationships, parents may badmouth each other to their kids. Even if the child doesn't want to choose a side, they still want to please their parents. If a parent doesn't like the other's new partner, they may try to get the child to feel the same. This is very, very wrong to do, but it does happen. If you are stepping in to this situation, you can be walking into a war zone, so be careful. And last, if you as a step-parent have children of your own, this can also affect things. The reason why is that your stepkids are going to be looking for unequal treatment. They're going to expect it and they're going to look for it. They are going to want to see how they fit in compared to your own bio kids. So that's just an added challenge for you. These things I give you to consider are just that. I'm not saying that any of these should deter you from entering into a step-parent role. It might just change the way you step into the role. So now let's go over the list of do's and don'ts of being a step-parent. I've got five of each. We'll start with the don'ts, okay? So number one, don't badmouth. Does this seem obvious? Maybe, but I still see it happening all the time. Never ever talk about the child's parents in a negative way to them or in front of them, even if the other parent is doing it to you. It might take self-discipline, but think before you speak. Remember, that person you might hate or you're angry with is still their parent, and they love their parents. You might even have it where your stepchild is bad-mouthing their own parent to you. They might be angry at their parent for something. This doesn't mean it's now okay for you to join in. Stay as neutral as you can. The child will just as quickly turn on you and tell the parent what you said, so be careful. Always show respect for their parents. Number two, don't try to be a disciplinarian, at least right away. You can't expect to automatically be able to come into a family and start laying down the law. Again, ages come into play here. Small children would probably think nothing of it, but you try to come in and discipline a preteen or teen, and you will surely hear them say, you're not my mom or you're not my dad. What is okay for you and your partner to do is sit down with the children and go over the house rules. It's okay to point out if a child is not following those rules, but when major discipline needs to happen, allow the biological parent to do this, at least in the beginning stages of the relationship. It will save you from having to deal with anger or resentment from your stepchildren. If you're a bio parent, don't force your partner into a role of disciplinarian to your kids especially if you're hoping they like your partner. That's not going to work. Number three, don't try to be a replacement parent. Your role is to be a step-parent, and that's what you need to be. Never try to be their mom or their dad. Respect the relationship they have with their own bio parents. This doesn't mean you can't have an amazingly close relationship with them as well, because you can and you should, this even applies if they have an absent parent or a parent who passed away. Certainly step into the role and be what they need you to be, but always honor the fact that they have bio parents and that you are not 
that. Number four, don't take things personal. This one is hard. You may have a vision of everything being perfect. Then one day your stepchild may say something hurtful to you. Maybe they don't like what you cooked or how you act. Maybe they don't like you very much. These things most likely aren't what they seem. More likely they're upset with the relationship, not necessarily you. It's normal to feel hurt over this, but you're dealing with children. Remember all those things I told you to take into consideration? Well, in this case, what is going on here? Try to find the problem or the root cause of their dislike. If you're new, then you have to give them some time. All of you, really, time to bond and to learn to live together. So don't take it personal if they say something that hurts your feelings. Number five, don't expect everything to be perfect. Many of us starting out assume or have this vision of everything being wonderful, and we quickly realize that it's not. If you're living in a dream world, you will be disappointed. It's not going to be perfect. It's going to be bumpy. You will have great times and bad as life always is. If you know that going in, you won't be crushed when something happens. Now, that was your five don'ts. Let's go over the do's. Number one, do communicate with your spouse. Communication is key in any relationship. If you are struggling in your role as a step parent, you need to talk to your partner. You need to be able to let them know if something is bothering you. You also need to communicate with one another about each of your expectations. How do they see your role as a step parent? What do they expect of you as far as involvement or discipline? This isn't a one-time conversation either. It needs to be an ongoing open dialogue for as long as you are together. Number two, do start slow. Children need time to ease into things. Even though you may have great intentions, pushing yourself on children isn't going to work. Let them warm to you and follow their cues. If you pay attention, you'll be able to tell whether they want more or less interaction. Again, age matters here. Young children will jump in with both feet, but older kids are going to be much more cautious of you. There's no rush here. Just be patient and take your time. Number three, do give your spouse alone time with their children. And I am more talking here in the beginning of a relationship. In a long established relationship, I do feel like blended families should try to do activities together as a unit as much as possible. In a new relationship though, you can't expect to be there at every moment when the kids are maybe used to having that parent to themselves. Yes, you are entitled to be there, but if you are suddenly always there, the kids may feel resentful of that. They won't take it out on their own parent either. You, as the step-parent, will be to blame in their eyes. Respect the relationship your partner has with their children and honor their time together. Encourage your partner to do things alone periodically with the kids, even if it's just going for a breakfast or a walk together. The kids may want to speak privately with their parent, not necessarily about you, but about anything. And if you are always there, they may not be able to do so. I always made sure I did that with Sean. On his weekly Thursday evening visit, I would never go, not because I didn't want to, but because I felt it was important that they still had that one visit together. All the rest of the time I was around, and the kids never asked for that alone time. I just felt it was important. It doesn't need to be a lot. Just here and there, I think, would mean the world to the kids. 
Number four, do get involved in your stepkids' lives. You want to get to know these children if you hope for a good future relationship with them. Talk to them, get to know them, find out what they like and what they don't like. If they play a sport, go to their games. If they have a hobby, take an interest. Not only is this great for the kids, but it's also great for your partner. Your involvement in the children's lives will be a relief to them. Number five, do create new traditions. If you want to develop bonds with the children, one of the best ways to do it is to start new traditions with them. This can be anything at all, whether it's new holiday traditions, birthday traditions, or anything else. Maybe it's a special way you wake them up or put them to bed. Maybe it's a certain thing you do during dinner. Make sure they are traditions that the child seems to like. You want them to see your presence as something memorable and positive. So that's my list. Let me go over it one more time with you. For the don'ts, number one, don't badmouth. Number two, don't be a disciplinarian. Number three, don't be a replacement parent. Number four, don't take things personal. Number five, don't expect everything to be perfect. And for the do's, number one, do communicate with your spouse. Number two, do start slow. Number three, do give our spouse alone time with their children. Number four, do get involved in your stepkids' lives. Number five, do create new traditions. You know, one of the most challenging roles is that of a step-parent. We never really know our place, and we have to bite our tongue a lot. Sometimes we don't feel heard or respected, On the other hand, it can be so rewarding. Having a child love you when they don't have to, it's a gift. Opening up your heart to children who aren't biologically yours is an amazing thing. Parenting is tough and being a step-parent is as well. I've been lucky to have my stepchildren in my life since they were pretty young, and I love them like my own. I'm blessed with the opportunity to help raise them, even though I do have to know when to take a step back sometimes. Don't allow the challenges to get you down. Don't allow challenges to push you out of your step-parent role. You can have the relationship with your stepchildren that you desire. I hope today's episode helps you if you are a step-parent. I want you to share with us in the Facebook group if you have a tip to share on how you manage your role as a step-parent, especially if you've been in that role for some time. Those who are newer in the role may be facing some more challenges, or maybe you have a question on step parenting. Send it to me at melissa at blendedfamilypodcast.com. If you have an idea for a topic on a future show, please send it to me as well. I still have some of those car decals available with the blended logo in pink or teal. They are on the Facebook page if you want to see a photo what they look like. All you have to do to get one for free is email me your address and the color that you want. And last, please rate and or review me in iTunes. It helps me so much and I would be forever grateful. All you have to do is rate the little stars there. I like five. That would be great. And just write me a little review. It really helps me get to the top of the charts in iTunes. For the next two weeks, we are going to talk about teenagers. 
So part one is going to be social media and teens. And part two, I've got a great interview planned with the author of the book, Got Teens. So I hope you find that useful. That's going to be coming up. And that's all for today. So I hope you have a great, wonderful week, and we will see you soon. Bye. You have been listening to the Blended Family Podcast. For more information, please visit the website at blendedfamilypodcast.com. Remember, to create the peaceful home you desire, all you need is love.